Oh my god, it is Tuesday, February 8th. Let's get this shit. Have you ever had an interdimensional experience? <laughs> you want to meet the devil? We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the go, you know the you know the thing. A new world order. Okay, here we go. Let's let's get into some shit real quick. We got a couple stories going on here. I found some news, not really off the beaten path, but I think it is still very relevant. We're going to get into the Russia shit just in case I'm wrong. We got some some different news coming in, so we're going to play that shit by ear, but I still very much doubt that that's going to happen, but in case it does happen, I want everybody to be prepared as much as possible. Anybody that listens to this around the world. I know we got people here and there besides outside of the United States that listen to this. So just in case I'm wrong, we're going to get into that shit too. So let's, and I am very sorry. My daughter's getting out of the bathtub right now. So you're going to hear some background noise. The walls are thin. She is being taken care of. I am not abandoning my children like uh, Seamus from whatever podcast that is, where his kids are always crying. I have a four-year-old and my wife is taking care of her currently, so there might be some background noise, as you probably heard in the last episode. So, okay, let's jump into this real quick. We're going to try to blaze through this as fast as possible without glossing over too many things. J&J is halting, is quietly halting their COVID-19 vaccine production. They, uh, currently, it looks like they have one uh, production plant that is making it and it is in uh, the Netherlands. They are currently postponing their making of COVID vaccines because it is not making enough money. <laughs> their their COVID vaccine isn't making enough money. It's compared to Pfizer. I saw a tweet this morning that showed how much money Pfizer was making and it was an absurd level of shit. It was in the billions. So just off the COVID vaccine. So that is whatever that's got going on there. But uh, they are going to halt this so they can work on uh, other experimental and potentially more profitable drugs that could protect against unrelated (laughs) respiratory viruses. So if you want to know what's coming next, I think J&J knows what's coming next. It, it seems pretty clear to me. I could be, you know, could be wrong about this, but uh, I, I seriously doubt that. It, it seems that whatever's going to happen next, they they do know it. They do know. Uh, Trump is one of the ones that really got J&J on board with this. The same motherfuckers that make uh, baby shampoo, just like Pfizer made dick pills. Like BioNTech had never brought a realistic drug to market. All of these assholes are making fucking vaccines for shit that they don't even know what's coming yet. They're just going to start making vaccines for unrelated respiratory viruses. So do what you want to. I think some people in the poor countries, they like the the J&J since it's a one-shot solution, but it is also correlated with stringy blood syndrome. So COVID-19, fact check that bullshit and go stuff it up your asshole. 
and let's let's move on before we get bogged down here fuck me this is why i can't do the news every day it seems like i, I can't do it because it's so it is get it gets very aggravating uh do y'all want to listen to a weird trans dude he's a man of course he has his hair uh, kind of situated to look like a schoolgirl, and he has a white button-up shirt on, and then like this green uh, jacket on. He has his ears pierced, which I've had my ears pierced before. I don't think that's an issue, but he's got his eyelashes done. He's saying some weird shit. It's about a minute long. I, I listened to this earlier today, but I can't fucking remember what exactly he says. But this is more just for laughs, not really for news. So we're gonna get through this one real quick, just to. Kind of keep this upbeat before we get to the uh, the meat of the podcast. So let's go. So if the only reason you don't want to date someone boils down to the fact that they're trans, that's transphobia right there. Let's go over a couple of situations. So if you don't want to date a trans one because you want kids, well, you better be keeping that same attitude with cis women who are infertile, or that's transphobia. If you don't want to date a trans woman because you're not attracted to trans women, I would absolutely love to know how you're able to identify correctly who is a trans woman on site 100% of the time because that is just impressive. I wish I had that ability. I'd love to be able to have even more trans solidarity. And then also just... Being super straight is the all lives matter of sexualities. It's not a real sexuality. It literally is just something that's made up to make fun of trans people and to hate on trans people. So, yes, super straights, I don't respect you and I don't respect that sexuality. Bye. Okay, so culture in the United States is going very great. If you're super straight and you only have a dick and you only want to put it in somebody that doesn't have a dick at birth, um... So, you know, that's completely normal. Everything in the United States is going just fine, guys. Just keep on doing what you're doing. The world, New World Order has no effect on anything. The the trans movement, the transhumanist movement, none of that's really going on. You have brainwashed people like this. And they are a far minority, of course. We cover this basically ad nauseum over here, so... But this is another example of shit that's getting pushed out there on TikTok. And I don't even know how many views this probably has on TikTok. Uh, this thing that uh, libs of TikTok, of course, I give them the most homage ever of tracking these fucking lunatics. But just uh, this video that tra- the <laughs> trans of TikTok, that's a new channel right there, trans of TikTok. Uh, but libs of TikTok, this video right here, over 400,000 views. So... A lot of people are paying attention to this, and I don't know if that's good or bad. But like, it's not helping that I'm playing it. But we have to document the craziness of these people because it is it is something that's not it's not going away anytime soon. It is rather devastating. Okay, we got one one or two more stories real quick before we get to the Russia thing. And everybody's fucking talking about the Russia thing, so we gotta talk about it. But let's listen to uh, Trudeau over here in Canada. Or not over here in Can- up there in Canada. I'm not. I don't live in in uh, Canada land or anything, but live in fucking Texas. So uh, Trudeau, he's over here talking about the the truckers thing and how the mandates are necessary to protect people. And it makes it he makes it sound like that he is not the one doing this shit. It's not his government that's doing shit. It's just the virus doing this, and we got to do it because the virus is making me do this. I'm not doing this, guys. I'm not punching you in the face. I'm not doing it. It's just my fist wants to. 
I'm not in control of this fist right here that's punching you in the fucking face and making you do shit you don't want to do. No, it's not me. And that's just how frustrated everyone is. Um, we're all frustrated. We're all sick and tired of restrictions, of, of mandates, of having to, to make sacrifices, of not being able to do the things we love. It's been two years, and it's, and it's really, really tiring for all of us. This government has been focused every step of the way on following the best science, following the best public health advice to keep as many people safe as possible. And quite frankly, it's worked. We've seen uh, the curves uh, lower in Canada than elsewhere. We've seen lower death rates. We've seen quicker economic recovery because, because Canadians stepped up, because Canadians got vaccinated. And I can understand frustrations with mandates, but mandates are the way to avoid further restrictions or having to be restricted. As people get vaccinated, as Canadians have gotten vaccinated, we've been able to get through this. So this team is going to stay focused on doing exactly that. Okay, so you can clearly see it. The, the mandates are the ones that it's fixing everything, and I don't want to do the mandates. So the mandates just, the mandates just happen. I, I don't know what's going on here. My fist is not... My fist is punching you in the face, but I have no control over my fist punching you in your fucking face. That's clearly the logic that's going on here with this asshole. Of course, he doesn't mean this logic seriously. Of course, he knows what he's doing, of course. But just to stand in front of the cameras and talk like this, and with this fucking silly haircut, which mine is starting to get close to resembling, I need to go get a fucking haircut. Uh, just out of sheer laziness, I haven't gotten it done, but... And this guy has all day to do his silly shit of making mandates and talking to his people in his government and making all of this happen. And then he's mad because there's some some <laughs> there's people there's people in trucks that are honking and cars that are honking just nonstop. So uh, yeah, I almost said assholes doing it, but eventually I'd get a little tired of it if I was in support of it. I'd be like, guys, I'm trying to fucking sleep over here, but. There was people, I think it was in the city council of Ontario, they were saying that this is this is like a nationwide insurrection and this is terrorism and stuff because people can't go to people can't go to work and uh they can't go to the doctor because of honking. And and it's their own silly rules that are just the same as this. The people that aren't vaccinated, they can't go and do that shit. They can't go watch a fucking hockey game or whatever the hell they do in Canada this time of year. I'm assuming everything indoors, but there's no way people honking is stopping anybody from doing anything. I guarantee you there's no fucking way. So uh, the, the logic is it's astounding and it is slightly, uh, it blows your mind to a degree, which uh, it's blowing my mind, every, you know, all the time. It's been blowing my mind for years now, it seems like, but, uh, Okay, let's get to the next story so we can keep this moving. Eric Adams, uh, he he said earlier, I think this week, I've seen it, but I just kind of caught it glancing about him being a vegan. <laughs> but there's uh, some reports of uh, this, this asshole. We thought de Blasio was bad, but this asshole is talking about how he's a vegan, but he is ordering, uh, there's reports of him uh, ordering uh, fish and stuff from uh, from restaurants in New York City. Which sounds, a, I mean, it sounds fishy. Okay. All right. I had to say it. I had to say it, guys. I'm sorry. But uh, it sounds fishy, of course. And there is some, I think, things with like vegan, maybe vegetarian. I don't know how these people live their lives like this. Just fucking eat whatever you want to eat. Try to stay away from McDonald's and fast food is the best advice I can give people. 
trying to eat too much bread, you know, eat, eat whole foods, I guess. Not the, not the fucking grocery store, but just, you know, eat single foods or whatever. I'm not a fucking dietitian. I'm not Joe Rogan, but, um, but basically <laughs> if I think if you're vegan, I don't think you can eat any animals. You can't eat anything that breathes, but so there's reports going around about that. It's just, this is more bullshit out there, but I, I thought that was was rather funny. I don't want to spend too much time on it. I don't care if you fucking eat fish. It, it's not really, not really my thing, but don't go around telling people you're fucking vegan. If you have aspirations of political power or if you are, or if you are elected to office, don't, don't go do that shit. And you're just going to make yourself look like an asshole. And this guy is making himself look like an asshole on the regular. So nothing new there. The uh, second uh, fuckhead, uh, second gentleman, Doug Imhoff, got uh, escorted out of uh, Dunbar, Dunbar High School in Washington today because the Secret Service agents had uh, had re- had uh, reports of a security threat. I don't know who's going after Doug Imhoff. There's no way I could pick this guy out of a lineup. He just looks like a like a beta cuck, uh, fuckhead with his stupid mask on. We got Secret Service people double masking with an Adidas mask on in this picture. We have a terrified uh, black lady standing off to the side, looking like this this white guy is about to have like a coronary or something. I I really don't know what to make out of this. The school announcement came over the intercom at two thirty four p.m calling teachers to evacuate the school and reporters left the building as well. It, this seems probably nothing important, really. I'm assuming this is just to get some headlines, get a story going. I'm not really helping it by talking about it necessarily, but obviously they're trying to set the stage or maybe run some some drills on if uh, maybe uh, Biden or, or Kamala gets assassinated or something like that by a white nationalist some shit like that. I don't know what's really going on here, but I thought it seemed pretty relevant since we were looking, we were talking about yesterday of all the news and the distraction, and then we're just going to see like a, a counter or a gut punch or something come out of the blue, and then we see some shit like this. Nothing happened from the, from the articles I've seen today. Didn't see too many articles about it. Just caught this one from MS <laughs> and MSN. I did that on purpose. I'm going to leave that in there. Leave that in there, Aaron. Do not take that out. That was on purpose. Uh, it, Yeah, this is just more just kind of just silly shit out there in the ether. But it's uh, it's necessary to document this kind of stuff. So, okay. I think I got it all out of the way. I don't know necessarily where to start tackling this Russia thing at. If we're going to start looking at it as a serious thing. Like I said, which I still have my doubts. I don't, nobody fucking knows. I don't even think, definitely the United States doesn't know, but I don't even know if Putin knows if he's going to go in there or what exactly is going on. But uh, let's start with this uh, other MSN.com article. And I find it a little weird that they are starting to talk about it. And trust me, I could be completely wrong about my Russia take. That is very possible. I'm just an asshole that talks into a microphone occasionally and listens to a lot of of stuff. So I find it a little weird. They're talking about um, MSN is uh, yeah MSN is talking about uh, these four untested weapons could be critical if Russia pushes beyond Ukraine. So I find that a little weird that we got some place some 
some rag like MSN talking about this shit, but uh, basically one of these things is the FGM-148 Javelin anti-tank missile, which we've had Javelin missiles for a long time, so I don't know how that's untested or proven. Maybe this is a new model of it. Actually, I can go through all these details, but it's going to start getting real draggy, so I'm just going to start throwing this stuff out. And the Javelin, of course, is just a missile. It's like a a fancy RPG, but instead of just a grenade on the end, it's a missile and it has tracking systems. It's pretty interesting shit if you really want to get into weaponry and stuff like that. I find that, I find the weaponry we use in the United States very interesting. There's a lot of research that goes into it, but it is a problem when you have a hammer and everything looks like a nil in the military industrial complex, of course. So they're just going to keep on making these weapons to go fuck shit up. So it, it, you kind of run into an issue where you find shit's interesting, but it's also used for nefarious purposes. Okay, so we're talking about the Javelin. There's a Striker infantry carry vehicle, which I've heard of the Striker. I have people that I know that have been in Strikers and stuff like that. But this one's called the Dragoon. Um, it seems like this one has a different setup on it. It has a 30 millimeter um cannon on it which is just a machine gun not really necessarily a cannon but uh, and then there's the one that's also outfitted with almost a uh, almost a tank style weapon on there like a big ass a big ass gun big ass main gun so usually the striker just transport people to in an armored vehicle to get to a location much more secure than a humvee they come out the back it has wheels and it's not tracks I don't know how this isn't proven, but, you know, let's go. <laughs> We've been at war for fucking ever. Then there's the infantry squad vehicle. This looks like a doorless Humvee. This seems very janky. I would not want to be in this thing if we are in a live combat scenario because I want doors, I want armor uh, for that uh, the Humvee offers, which is never perfect, of course, but it's, it's a hell of a lot better than rolling with your titties out in this uh this vehicle right here which i'd love to drive this around uh around texas around some land and shit that my people's got but uh okay and then the f-35 the joint strike fighter this thing uh it seems pretty sexy it looks almost just like a regular u.s fighter but this has like kind of some stealth capabilities and shit like that single thruster jet uh, it can bomb or do air fighting shit like that's it looks cool. Like I said, a lot of this shit we got, it looks cool. But we had one of these crash on a carrier. The The pilot ejected, so that's great. But um, this this crashed on a carrier and went skidding off, went into the water. I'm pretty sure we have to retrieve that. So whatever's left, China can't get it because it was in the South China Sea. So um, this is <laughs> this one seems a little on the unproven side right now. Uh, that we we're fucking crashing them into carriers and they cost uh, upwards of uh, a fuck ton. Very north of a fuck ton. I don't see where exactly they say how much it cost, but um, yeah, they cost a they cost a fuck ton. Okay, okay. See, so we got Doug Imhoff. Where are we at? Where are we at? We got the J and J. We got that one. Okay, uh, this one right. All right. U.S. generals say Russia turmoil could spill into the Middle East. And this is where some of my thinking comes in with the Russia thing. Is that I don't necessarily think it's about Russia. We're, sta we're stationing troops around Europe a little bit more, which we already have bases and shit like that. We always have 
troops in Germany, we got troops in the UK, we got tro troops all over the place, always. But if we are moving more over there, that doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to fuck with Russia. We could be shifting to Syria, we could be, I don't think, shifting to Iran because we just signed uh, more shit over, to, lifted uh, restrictions on them to make nuclear rep weapons or to use nuclear shit for fuel, maybe is what the, that is supposed to be about. So I don't know what exactly Iran fits into this, but could be fucking with Syria again. We could be fucking with any of those those countries in the Middle East. I don't know. Like I said, it's, it's just so weird that this is all being telegraphed so much. I guarantee you when World War II happened, not everybody in every country knew that World War II was going to start. I'm sure there were some people in the know. Not every fucking body in there, dogs. I guarantee you my fucking goats know that Russia is on the border of Ukraine right now. I guarantee you they just know by proxy. So that's why I was, that's why I'm just thinking this Russia thing seems very telegraphed. This could be about something else. But a uh, U.S. general says that the Russia turmoil could spill over to the Middle East. I, I read through this article. It mostly just talks about Syria. It talks about China and talks about, you know, some of these, these partnerships they have in these areas. Um, yeah, I, I don't really know where to go with this one, but it's just something to keep an eye on. It's just another, it's a general talking about the same kind of backing up what I'm saying. So maybe that's why I brought it up. I don't know. And then, <laughs> oh, let's, uh, let's do Boris Johnson and then we'll get to the last story. I think, uh, Boris Johnson will not flinch over Ukraine. He tells Russia. He... <laughs> Uh, the UK will not flinch over Ukraine and sanctions would be introduced if Russia invades. So the UK is nowhere near what it used to be, of course. They, everything's been scaled back so much. None of them really fucking care about fighting. They've done their empire. They still possibly could control the United States. They have Canada, basically. I think some like half of Canada still probably pays money to the Queen. Britain has done their thing. They have conquested a bunch. Hell, we even fought them, and now we're friends with them again. So they have shit all over the world, of course. They have interest everywhere. They don't need to fight their wars anymore. So they only have probably less than 150,000 troops total. They have some equipment, of course, that we've given them, and we've worked in, in relationships with to build and things like this. So the fact that he's threatening sanctions if Russia invades, is hilarious. Because Russia does not care about sanctions if they do invade. They have fucking China next door. China is is kind of a shithole when it comes to economy, but they can drum up money from somewhere. And if you want to get real crazy, if China ever runs into money trouble, they could call the U.S.'s debts to them. They would owe them such so much fucking money, it would, it'd be insane. That could collapse the dollar. So go ahead and keep on trying to sanction Russia. Don't, you know, don't. They have, Russia has more troops on Ukraine's border right now than, than the UK has in total. Which, of course, UK wouldn't go fight them solo solo. But it is hilarious that we're talking about if they do do violent actions against people, we're going to sanction you. Which we, we can debate about if sanctions work. Till the cows come home, but I'm guaranteeing you, Russia has fucking money 
stashed away and they have fucking China for whatever that's worth. They've got a hell of a lot more money floating around out there than, than we could drum up, I bet. China would sign them a blank check in a minute. And then China would go fucking invade Taiwan. So Boris Johnson, I don't know who the fuck he's trying to threaten. He, he doesn't even have a big army. All he has is the army <laughs> that is the United States. That's all he's got. He has nothing besides that. Okay, all right, we're getting a little close to to the thirty minute wall, so I'm gonna start trying to wrap this up. Um, okay, this one right here seems a little interesting. I think this is the last story. We'll read this one and then we'll uh, I'll scroll back through and see what else I got. This one does seem a little interesting, and I've heard about Russia and China having these hypersonic missiles. I'm pretty sure I've talked about them before, but uh, Russia deploys hypersonic missiles to the Baltic in range of NATO capitals. And this this hypersonic missile, I believe it is able to carry nuclear and then just regular ordinances. And they have this strapped to the MiG-31K Foxhound, which sounds pretty badass. This looks like a cool jet also. It's a dual thruster jet. It almost looks like all the jets kind of look the same these days. Which seems pretty convenient when talking about the military industrial complex. with uh, We got Boeing and Northrop Grumman and Lockheed and yeah. There's definitely no, definitely they're not giving any, any styles or anything like that, any technology to the Russians, but, um, okay. The, I can't say this where it's the dagger missile designated as the HK 47 M2. And more recently, the nine, a seven, six, six, zero nine in Russia sources has reported a range of over 1200 miles that can carry either a. 1100 pound fragmented fragment 1100 pound frag fragmenting warhead or up to a 500 kiloton nuclear warhead with 33 times the yield of the fat man bomb dropped on Hiroshima so yeah that's not good that's not really good at all Russia based in uh, some some place here I cannot pronounce this word Ordinarily does not host uh, MiG-31Ks while sizable ground forces defend it and it hosts, hosts Russia's Baltic fleet and nuclear capability short-range Icelandicer missiles and uh, most of the 50 warplanes based are, are their older Su-27 and Su-24 jets that... Though some newer Su-30s and Su-35s are being phased in. So they moved these to this place in Kalingrad. Okay, I'm just going to go ahead and throw it out there. Kalingrad, it looks like, is how you pronounce this. So that is a little bit of a issue when you have uh, these these jets. They're pretty fucking modern looking. Um, I would trust them more than the F-35, I would say. Or they're at least as trustable as the F-35. But the payload they carry is way more dangerous than anything we got. We barely, barely have started fucking with hypersonic missiles that they tell us. So for what that's worth, I, I don't know exactly what we're, we're doing with hypersonic missiles, but some of the tests we've ran, they say that we're pretty decent with them, but I don't know if they reach the same speeds that Russia is reporting out either. So it can kind of go either way, but even if they're half as effective as they said they are, and they have thousands of them, that could be an issue especially if they can strike anywhere 
in Europe, which, I mean, end of the day, does that affect me? Yeah, yes, yes and no. Yes and no. So we'll see how this keeps on going. There's uh, more Fugle out there, and I don't want to shit on anybody reporting their own thing. Everybody's got their own take on this. We all have our own thoughts. There's so many people, but him and like a Monkey Works, those are the two people I've kind of watched the most frequent when I'm trying to find just additional news and stuff to see what's going on. And they're all reporting more, probably more people are being deployed than we're getting told about. There's constantly uh, at least 50 or 100 more airplanes up than normal. So I don't know. I don't know. All I know is my gut feeling, and I say this is not about Russia right now. That's all I got, but, um, we, you know, it's up to your own opinion on this thing, and we'll we'll find out sooner or later. That's that's the truth. Eventually, this is going to either go away or, or be World War III, so we'll see how it goes. Um, I'll be back in a day or two, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll recover some, we'll go over some of this shit or whatever and see what's going on, but for now... The podcast is over. Stay frosty.